Good morning and welcome to the Marcus Today pre-market podcast. My name is Henry Jennings. It is Monday the 5th of June and as usual with all the information contained in this podcast it is general advice only. So please do your own research, contact your own financial advisor regarding any of the thoughts, ideas or insights in this podcast. All right, well let's go straight to the scores on the doors and what doors and what scores they were on Friday night. We had the Dow Jones closing up 701 points, 2.12%, 33,763. It had a high of 743 up and a low of 126 up. The Nasdaq was up 1.07, a bit of a bit of an underperformer there, but it has been leading the charge, it has to be said, up 140 points, 13,241. The S&P 500 in the middle for Diddle, as always, up 61 points, 42.82. And the S&P, well, the VIX volatility index down 6.7, 14.6. Big fall in that VIX volatility index, as you would expect with all this optimism and bullishness around the S&P ASX 200 SPY futures up a massive 76.1.06%, 7,229. So June certainly setting off in fine style, up 34 points on Friday, another 76 points today in store. European markets also better, stock 600 up one5 percent FTSE up one5 Germany up one3 France up 1.9 and Spain up 1.7. So it all looks pretty good. We even saw big rises on Friday, of course, in those Asian markets. Hong Kong especially up 4%. Japan still going from strength to strength up 1.5% there for the Nikkei. So good news for equity bulls around the world. Looking at US stocks, a little bit of a lag in some of those technology stocks on Friday. Apple only up half a percent. Meta unchanged. Google up 0.8. Microsoft up 0.9. Amazon up 1.2, Tesla up 3.1, Netflix uh, down 0.7, but US banks doing very well. JP Morgan up 2.1, Citigroup up 3.3, Goldman's up 2.3, that should mean Macquarie has a good day today. Bank of America up 3.4, Wells Fargo up 3%, and the KBW Regional Bank Index up 5.2%. With the UBS in Europe up 2.4, Barclays up 2.7, and Deutsche up 3%. So everything in the garden was pretty rosy. The big change, I guess, on Friday, and not that there was much of a change in terms of sentiment, but it was the jobs number that set the market alight. bit confusing to some extent. Non-farm payrolls grew way more than expected. The market was going for around 190,000. It rose 339,000, which on the face of it uh, is not particularly bullish. Certainly looks as if the Fed is not uh, really winning, uh, slowing that economy. It was the 29th straight month of positive jobs growth. Still, everyone hates Joe Biden, but there you go. Uh, But also, we did see, uh, to add a little bit of confusion to the picture, the headline unemployment rate uh, hit 3.7%. Uh, from 3.5%. And also, we saw a smaller than expected average hourly earnings rise. So that also 
uh, was taken by the Bulls as a positive. We do have the FOMC, of course, this month, June 14th to 16th. We have that two-day meeting, so all eyes on that. But certainly, it was a good day, and the 339 seemed to be ignored, and the average wage and the average or the the unemployment number at 3.7 was the focal point of that uh, for the U.S. market. Of course, the debt ceiling has been resolved as well, uh, leaving uh, bulls very much in charge. We did see the Russell 2000, which is the index of small cap stocks, that rallied 3.56% on Friday. It's the best one-day rally since November the 10th, 2022, and now above the 200-day moving average for the first time since March 8. The small cap I Russell I shares Russell 2000 ETF outperformed both the large cap Russell 1000 and the Spider S&P 500 ETF trust by the widest margin since November the 1st, 2021. Year to date, the Russell is up 3.96%. Most of that was actually on Friday, which is a long way behind the S&P 500's advance of 11.5% for the year. So all is good at the moment. The other big news over the weekend, of course, was Saudi Arabia has gone alone with OPEC+. Plus. Uh, some pretty intense negotiations this time, it seems, far more so than any other time that we've seen in the last few. Uh, Saudi Arabia will make an extra 1 million barrel a day oil supply cut, taking its production to the lowest level for several years after a slide in crude prices. And the Bank of Canada set to lift by a quarter percentage point on Wednesday. Canada, very much similar to our economy in many ways. Looking at the uh, Toronto Stock Exchange in more detail, just to give you an idea, because it is a similar uh, market to ours, in terms of their move on Friday, it was up 1.8%, so looking pretty good there. Looking at commodities overnight as well, we had Brent crude up 2.6%. Dollar ninety three seventy six twenty four WTI up two point four percent dollar sixty seven seventy one seventy one of course gold all this optimism has caused the gold price to fall down one and a half percent twenty nine dollars seventy to nineteen forty six nineteen forty seven point six platinum down point three not a huge amount going on in LME futures pricing copper. Pretty much unchanged. Nickel down 1.1%. Aluminium down 0.8%. Zinc down, uh, sorry, zinc up 0.8%. Lead up 1.6%. And ton down 0.5%. Iron ore doing well though. 1.75% better on Friday. Dalian iron ore futures up 3%. Coal also having a little bit of a renaissance as well. That was up 2.5%. So not bad there. In terms of the bonds, the U.S. 10 years, 3.698, up 9 basis points. And the two years, 4.51, up 17 basis points. So those yields rising. Aussie 10 years, 3.727, yields rising here as well. Yet equity markets going very, very strongly. Bitcoin up 1%, Aussie dollar 66.11, and the U.S. dollar index up 0.4 of a percent there. Looking at Aussie miners and others overseas, BHP up 4.1%, Rio up 3.5%, so it looks like uh, the worm has turned very much so in the resources space at the moment. Freeport, McMoran up 4.9%, Alcoa up 6.9%, Tech up 5.1%, Anglo up 52 Glencore up 4.1%, Vale 
4.9 and Arbamile screaming ahead. 6.6% better and CBA trading overseas 1.1% better as well. In terms of local news today, Evolution out this morning and they're saying they've approved the capital investment of 250 million bucks for the expansion of the Mungari plant from 2 million tons to 4.2 million tons a year. And they said the feasibility study demonstrated a compelling investment case with an IRR ranging from 19 to 28%. So, some good news there for Evolution this morning. In other news today, AGL Energy served with a class action filed in the federal court in relation to bidding in the South Australian region of natural electricity. Uh, Maya Holdings CEO John King to retire from the role in the second half of 2024. Well, they're certainly giving people plenty of notice on that one. A4N, which has been uh, quite volatile of recent times, is expanding its existing uh, letter of intent with Ebner Industries to include large-scale uh, rollout of synthetic sapphire glass production. Bellevue Gold receives tailing facility and water storage permits for the project. Uh, Next DC completes the retail component of the fully underwritten uh, entitlement offer. And uh, Legend Mining has provided an octagonal diamond drilling update. And we also have the ACCC out this morning. Uh, talking about the uh, concentration of airlines in Australia. 94% of domestic market share is shared between Qantas and Virgin. So that is a significant lack of competition. It gives them certainly very much pricing power, which is something the um, C has highlighted there. Uh, Monash IVF has been initiated overweight at Wilson's. AKE has been upgraded uh, sorry, downgraded, let's get that right, AKE downgraded by Jefferies to a hold from a buy target, it remains $14, 5% downside from here, Chalice Mining upgraded to a hold from underperform, the target increased from $6.50 to $7, uh, and we also have, just looking to see if there's any more broken news out this morning, Goodman Group initiated ad at Morgan's, NRNWA, H, which is NRW Holdings, upgraded from a buy, or from neutral rather, to a buy at City. A2 Milk, upgraded to neutral from sell at City. And we have uh, BAPCOR, according to the Australian, uh, the notes that BAPCOR is being sized up as an M&A target. AutoZone, apparently, is the likely suitor there. So that's certainly of interest to BAPCOR shareholders. Well, that's it from me today. It should be a good day for all concerned today with that SPY futures going well. Of course, we do have the RBA tomorrow. It looks as if it's 50-50 in terms of whether they will raise rates or not, whether they will skip, pause. It sounds like a long jump, really, doesn't it? Skip, pause, or raise. Uh, But uh, certainly it does seem around 50-50 in terms of a 25 basis point rise tomorrow. So uh, the market may hold itself back a little bit may curb its enthusiasm slightly but certainly resources on friday were the story today i suspect we're going to get resources and banks as the story u.s banks doing well and macquarie should do well today on the back of goldman sachs as well well that's it from me today thanks very much for listening and as always may the trading gods be with you 